Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You guys, you made it through the week. Happy Friday, Yay! bitches. Happy Friday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we love to start the show every day with three very important things that we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door. Oh, we got to talk. I know you just want to listen to dumb celebrity chatter all day, but unfortunately, we have some serious things to discuss, but it still involves celebrities, so... We're good. Um, here's the first thing you need to hear. It's the first chunk of an interview that a guy by the name of um, Kevin oh my Hart. God, I Kevin just Hart. had a brain fart. It's okay. About I'm here. Kevin Hart. I'm so here Kevin Hart went to Ellen and um, had some words. Let's listen. Okay, so I should have given you a little context for that. If you don't remember how this all went down, Kevin Hart was asked to host the Oscars. Uh, then some people on social media were like, Hey, this is a little surprising because Kevin Hart has a, you know, history of saying really inappropriate things that he may or may not have addressed in the past sufficiently to some people's uh, opinions. Anyway, he decided he didn't want any part of the Oscars. Mm -hmm. He was going to go in a different direction. He said, no, thank you. Oscars. I am going to go over here and, and not do this. Um, Ellen wanted to invite him on the show because she had a better idea. She thought perhaps she could convince him to host the Oscars. And so that's what he was referencing was the initial um, response to the news that he was going to be hosting the Oscars. Right. And, and the, and then once that the, those tweets were brought to light, that was sort of his thought process about ignoring it and kind of letting it go and then making the decision ultimately to, not apologize for the past tweets and how it sort of all spun out of control. And he ultimately decided to not do the Oscars. And what's interesting about this uh, to not host the Oscars, I should say what's interesting about this is that this is all part of, um, you know, as you said, Ellen DeGeneres's show, she has given the entire show over to an interview with Kevin Hart. So for the full hour of, of Ellen, uh, she is sitting down with Kevin Hart and, and kind of, um, digging deep into what happened, why it happened, and hopefully, well, you know, from her angle, how that can change, um, because she really does want him to to host the Oscars. 
Uh, and that's what brings us to this. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. So the second thing we think you need to hear to be in the know today is Ellen's response to Kevin Hart's, uh, you know, feelings about not hosting the Oscars. Uh, she decided that she wanted to take matters into her own hands because, again, she really wants Kevin Hart to host the Oscars. So clearly she wants him to host. Apparently she's got the Academy on speed dial. She can just call him up yeah, and ask she's them. Alan. I mean, you know. How bizarre. She's done it. I mean, she obviously knows the people I suppose you're right, yeah. But what we learn from that is that apparently the Oscars, they they want him to. The Oscars never took the offer off the table. If you you follow the interview, it sounds like they never took the offer off the table. And again, this is, okay, this entire thing, because I've seen so many people going over here with this direction, over here because of this part of the story. Again, it's essentially this. The Oscars offered it to Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart got backlash on social media. Kevin Hart threw a tantrum and walked away from the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Period. End of story. That is the story. If you believe the way they're laying it their out, conversation was just had. And if you, you, we knew this before. It's just that everybody sort of conflated a bunch of things, and we can talk about each of those things. People say things like, "Well, don't you? Haven't you ever evolved or changed on ideas?" That's a separate discussion. Mm-hmm. At the forefront, at the end of the day, this is a conversation about Kevin Hart given the opportunity to host the Oscars. There was a social media outcry. His response was middle finger. And the Academy um, uh, asked him to address the issue because it was becoming an issue. He was like middle finger, walked away. The Academy apparently, according to Ellen, never took the offer off the table, which is why there's no person to replace him scheduled. Right. Okay. So... His response then in this particular moment is to, well, it almost sounds as if he's he wants you to know that he's the victim uh, in this particular situation and how, um, well, should we just let him? Yeah, let's uh, move on to the very next door. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. The three things you need to hear today. The third thing you need to hear is another part of this conversation that Kevin Hart had with Ellen addressing the controversy about him hosting the Oscars. Here's Kevin Hart responding to Ellen, who's basically just said, the Oscars want you to do this, um, and I want you to do this, as if she's like a gay shield, like, the gays will be okay, because I've said this. She did, by the way, say at one point in the conversation, she spoke. As a gay. as Yes. A Um, representative. But let's listen Mm -hmm. to his response to that. So, he was being attacked. People wanted to end him uh, maliciously. It was a coordinated attack. Mm-hmm. 40,000 tweets. Can I just point something out to you? Do you know how easy it is to find Kevin's homophobia? You just have to put his name in and then a word that yeah. might indicate. So you go to the advanced search yeah. function of yeah. Twitter. Yeah. You type in the word gay mm-hmm. or queer or a number of other words, mm-hmm. three letter words mm-hmm. that rhyme with rag. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the account at Kevin Hart, and they all come up because mm-hmm. he hasn't removed any of them. Mm-hmm. So people didn't like coordinate an attack. They simply said, okay, you have made very inappropriate statements, and while you may have addressed them, we're still a little frustrated at the fact that they're still there, and and it's kind of a big deal to host the Oscars, and in this day and age, 
you know, conversations about hate speech and bullying and all of those things are very important. So what do you say about that? Mm -hmm. And his response is it's a coordinated attack to uh, attack to end him. Mm -hmm. Right. So he's now on Ellen. Okay, so think about this. Ellen and him are friends. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. If you and I are friends, you were offered a job. You said no, but I really wanted you to do the job. Mm hmm. Because I think it's important and you're and I know you've grown as a person and I know maybe the public has gotten a, the wrong idea about you. Mm-hmm. And I had a show. Mm-hmm. Would I call you and ask you to come on my show? Or would I just call you? I feel like you just call me and you might give me some really good sound advice about how I could maybe smooth over this. And it might include things like taking down the tweets, <laughs> you but, know. But, but my point is, in yeah. this particular case, this offer was on the table. The mm-hmm. Academy wants him to do the job. Ellen um, wants him to do the job. Mm-hmm. Why does she need to sacrifice her own reputation, sacrifice her entire show to convince him to do something that's already on offer? Right? It's so weird to me. There's just something... And like to sit there as he uses her show as a platform to talk about how he's been a victim in this Mm -hmm. scenario, when by all accounts, he could have easily just said, yeah, I'll do the Oscars. That's why I think, you know, again, people want to have separate conversations about the issues like, Mm -hmm. oh, he said horrible things. Has he grown? We can have that separate conversation. You, You know that we could do that all day long. It's not even about that. It's about the fact that this is like celebrity privilege, right? Right. Like, oh, you know, I need to be asked in front of the world and I need you gay Ellen to absolve me in front of the world. Mm -hmm. And I need you to say that the Academy always wanted me like, it's just a weird, it's like a weird display. Yeah. It's like a, a play, um, sort of acting, being acted out in real time in front of our very eyes. And we do the, you know, we do this all the time now on our show where we sort of go, well, why are people doing that? Mm -hmm. Why are people saying that? And to me, I sit there when I watch this interview and I go, well, What's the point of this? Mm-hmm. He's not committed. Like at the end of it, he doesn't go, I'll do the show. And then no. I'll, yay. And then somebody gets, you know, free stuff and she dances, right? No. no. He says, maybe. Is this like a trial balloon to see if, like, I don't understand the point of this exercise, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I feel like what's happening there is like the, the sort of um, the ellipses at the end of the show, the maybe dot, 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 is the waiting now. For the public to show, like we're all going to how go, desperately oh, we want so Kevin Hart. Hard, Kevin yeah. Hart, I'm sorry. Please come back and do the awards. It feels a little gross. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, oh my goodness, we are late for a very important date, and it is a date with a dirt alert. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert. After this, on My Talk 107.1. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought a wagon with a whole lot of dirt in it. A wagon? Is that what I got my gardening gloves on. Because we're going to get dirty. I wish it was ready to plant. I know. It kind of feels like it, though. Boy. Well, we can plant some. wagon has a bunch of dirt for we can, that was so nice. We can plant uh, some some foliage in the dirt of Hollywood right yeah, here. Yeah, we absolutely can. Plant the seeds. Uh, Britney Spears is going in, on an indefinite hiatus. She's putting her Las Vegas residency on hold because she's caring for her sick father. 
I think this is a smart decision. Yeah. Um, and a sad story. It's really sad. I had no idea any of this was going on. I didn't either. You know, Brittany is 37 years old. She... Uh, wrote a statement today saying, I'm dedicating my focus and energy to care for my family. We have a very special relationship and I want to be with my family at this time, just like they have always been there for me. And uh, she apologized to her fans for the inconvenience and thanked them for their continued love and support. So Jamie Spears is her father. He's 66 years old. He has been the rock in her life. He Mm -hmm. has been her salvation. I mean, that is 100% true. He was rushed to uh, Sunrise Hospital in Las Vegas two months ago. His colon spontaneously ruptured is what happened. He was taken into surgery. He then spent 28 days in the hospital and he was released to his home. He is gaining strength and he's expected to um, make a full recovery. But she uh, posted a photo of herself saying that it was just so difficult to make this decision. And she'd been really looking forward to her new show, but she just can't do it. You know, the thing with Brittany is that Brittany is a fragile person and Brittany's dad keeps her going. Mm-hmm. And so I think not feeling like he could be there, which sort of makes you nervous about what happens, what happens next. Yeah. And frankly, I think a lot of parents can relate to this feeling of Jamie Spears, who, if you have a child with any sort of struggles, mm-hmm. what do you worry about? You worry about what will happen when you're gone. Mm-hmm. And I think um, this is a little bit more evidence of that with Brittany. Just again, a lot. you know, it's one thing to make that decision to say, I need to be there for my family. I think Brittany is still a very, very fragile person mm-hmm. and it requires a lot of um, strength from other people and and sort of a regime around her that has her best interests and that can keep her on track. And her dad well, is at the helm of that oh, for operation. sure, because we have seen what has happened uh, with and to Brittany when she has not been surrounded by people yeah. who've had her best interest at heart. I, I mean, she has been... You know, we've seen her in relationships with um, with people who were really just trying to take advantage of her. I'm yeah. thinking about that Sam Lutfi guy. Yeah, who, he's in his own kind of trouble right oh, now. Bad guy. Um, but there were just, you know, we've seen episodes of that where where people have have kind of clung to Britney um, and she has not it just has not been a good situation. Well, yeah. And we all remember the head shaving yeah. out breakdown. Yeah. And this, is, this is a very uh, dangerous time. Mm-hmm. Deep yeah. breaths for everyone. But I am I'm thankful that she um, that she's making this. De- I think this is a good decision for her to be making. Yes, um, because, because I think there was a time when it would have been maybe people just saying keep going, keep working, yeah. keep doing it, and if work she first, if she first. can't do it then she shouldn't do it. And that's, I mean, I know that the residency is, uh, you know, kind of a dream come true for many people because it's the same, it's, you know what to expect and every single night. There. You get to live there, oh, right? yeah. But I do still think it's a very taxing. Yes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Schedule, a taxing profession. It's, yeah. And, and so in that regard, that's still a lot for her to take on while her her rock is dealing with a major health concern. I know when um, Celine Dion had her, you know, with her residency, it's so fascinating to learn about like how everything everywhere she is, is like humidified to a mm-hmm. certain, certain degree to, to protect keep her, her voice. Instrument. I mean, it is, that's her instrument. Mm-hmm. That's her moneymaker. It's the greatest singer in the oh, world. Oh gosh. Have you guys been hearing about this or seen the lifetime documentary? About R. Kelly. I don't know. Ha- it just I, started last night, just right? Just started, yeah. I just learned that I don't have lifetime and I'm oh, very really? I don't very even know if I do. about that. How do you not have lifetime? Don't you have TV? Yeah. I mean I have TV, I have PlayStation View, and they, they don't that's have it? not in the package yeah, apparently. Yeah, different I need to packages. Get with that direct TV now, I'm telling you. They got a DVR now. It's that's what real. my Hulu Live has. I yeah. have a DVR on my Hulu Live. I gotta see if I have lifetime on it. I do know that I have golf channel and that's very important to my husband. Thirty nine ninety nine a month. Thank okay. you for asking. Oh uh, wow. See, and I got a, I have a DVR on my PlayStation View too. I'm okay. sorry. I got the, it all comes down to the sports channels. I you got guys the know direct this. TV now. Yeah. When they opened, when uh-huh. they started for $35. That's good. And lock that price in for life. Hello. So I like it. Anywhere. Well, you can be watching this R. Kelly documentary if you want. It's a six part series. And um, many of the women who have come forward talking about, you know, friends, family, accusers are all talking about their alleged relationships with R. Kelly, who has been accused of pursuing relationships with underage women. Several of whom he allegedly met at the mall or at high schools. I mean, it's R. Kelly a bad rap. Now, he has long denied all of the accusations made against him. He's a very talented musician. Um, but there are lots of people who are talking about all of these allegations. Backup singers in this docuseries. And this, what's interesting, too, is what came out in the last two nights, with, or last night, was about his relationship with Aaliyah, mm-hmm. who passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a backup singer who says that they were introduced to Aaliyah when she was 12 years old. And she claims she saw R. Kelly having sex with Aaliyah, who was 15 at the time, mm-hmm. in a tour bus. You know, again, I because I've we've talked about this before many, many times. I find it so... I do not understand how so many allegations have been brought against him and he's still, all he does is go, yeah, no, that didn't happen. And and that's the end of the story and then it goes away. Well, it's a really anymore. strange thing. Well, I hope that this is the thing that moves, Things times are changing. moves the train. Boy, I don't know, you guys. All right, so that's on Lifetime. You can watch for it. There'll be more coming up. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks, Bye, girl. We need somebody to call us and play our 30-second pop, pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. We'll win a prize. We do this every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and this hey. is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Kelly on the line. And Bradley, oh, what is Kelly, Kelly playing for? Kelly Kelly Bobele, Bonana Fana Fofeli, you are playing for a pair of run of engagement movie passes to see if Beale Street could talk in theaters now. All right, Kelly, you ready? Ready. Good deal. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Which reality TV series hands out roses to contestants? 
Uh, bachelor. Who is Princess Leia's brother? Pass. What is the talking animal that's carved on the handle of Mary Poppins' umbrella? Oh, a parrot. Where does Homer Simpson work? <laughs> Pass. Whose telephone number is 8675309? Oh, God. I'm from that era, too. Darn it. Eight, six, seven, five. Who's Prince? Oh, oh Kelly. Kelly. I'm so it sorry happens. you did not get those all correct. Therefore, you did not win the prize. Uh, but we will give you the correct answers at this moment so you don't have to go to the Google box. Uh, what are the ones that she did not get, did not get correct? Okay, Friday, Mel. Who <laughs> is Princess Leia's brother? Luke Skywalker. And uh, where does Homer Simpson work? At the nuclear power plant and eight six seven five three oh nine jenny, jenny, jenny i got your number it's jenny yes jenny. that's the girl's name and that's her number uh we played that 30 second pop culture challenge every day at 12 30 we'll do it again on monday and now that we're done with that we can solve mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items yeah, we do. that holly has brought to us in this segment called blinded by the item it is blind about it, Adam. Okay. And we're going to do a blind item from crazydaysnights.net, of course, as we always do. Our first blind item has to do with a permanent A-list comedian slash former actor. All right. Ooh. Think about this individual while I read you the following uh, blind item. Okay. This permanent A-list, A-plus-list comedian slash former actor is trying to stop the release of a, of a recording of a conversation from about a decade ago where he says things that would probably instantly end his career. Ooh. Well, I mean, the one that we're thinking about of late... Wait, was this A playlist? A plus list. Permanent oh. A plus Permanent list. A plus Comedian list. slash former actor. Hmm. Slash former actor. Yeah, it'll all make sense. I feel like... I don't know why I think Seinfeld in this moment. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, he's probably the only A-plus comedian you can think of. Well, yeah, because I think of that he has a show named after him. And yeah. Let me fill in the blanks for you. Jerry Seinfeld is trying to stop the release of a recording of a conversation from about a decade ago where he says things that would probably instantly end his career. Now, interestingly enough... Jerry Seinfeld has gone on the record saying that he doesn't want to perform at colleges or universities anymore because he feels like they're too PC and he can't be funny anymore. Uh Oh, poor Jerry Seinfeld. You know, today I'm just really feeling bad for all these very, uh, very wealthy, very successful people. I mean, you know, of all of the, the people in the world, I really think we need to give more time to feeling sorry for them. Right. I mean, they have it rough. They're really, there are, we should all pay attention to the real victims in the world right now. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Truly compassionate mm-hmm. souls, both of you are today. Thank so. you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And, I, you know, if I do remember correctly, just to, I'm sorry to tie this up just a minute uh, with the Jerry Seinfeld situation, I seem to remember somewhere in the back of my mind him having an opinion or a thought about. Um, maybe it was the Kevin Hart stuff, um, basically saying, you know, a comedian's job is to know how to kind of get themselves out of and or maybe it was even Louis C.K. Either way, it, you know, it was somebody who had done something uncomfortable and bad or maybe it was Roseanne. Um, and he basically said, you know, it is a comedian's job to know how to finesse their way out of something. 
Uh, and so let's give them the opportunity to finesse their way out of things. Let's see if he can finesse his way out of whatever this is. We'll see. Moving on. All right, our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a foreign-born, former A-plus list model. A foreign-born, former A-plus list model, the subject of this blind item from Mm. crazydaysandnights.net. This foreign-born, former A-plus list model knows she won't get anything but a slap on the wrist because she knows too many secrets about the rich and powerful in her country. Now, I suppose they could kill her to keep her quiet, but a slap on the wrist is the most likely outcome. I mean, is it is it who I think it is? Is it like a Naomi Campbell type situation? No, oh, okay. it's not. Now, I will tell former, you. Or the foreign born, former A plus list model. Yes. Now, I will tell you that a lot of her fame. Now, she's famous in her own right. However, she became increasingly famous due to a relationship she had in her past. Uh, Kate Moss? No. <laughs> She dated somebody very, very famous who was very, very known for his uh, proclivity for dating young models. Um, Okay. Give me more hints about her. her, um... Uh, She's like a sports illustrated swimsuit model. She's blonde. She's. Is is this a hairy girlfriend? No, not a hairy girlfriend. Does she she do a lot of um, Halloween parties? No, she doesn't do a lot of Halloween parties. But I will tell you that this woman made headlines yesterday for getting into a little bit of trouble in her home country. Oh, God. Because she wasn't doing something that what we always say people must do if they were a celebrity. Pay their taxes. taxes? Yeah. Oh, who who didn't pay their taxes yesterday? We literally just talked about this. Seriously. Well, Lindsay Lohan. She did, though. Uh Uh-huh. And then... Like, who else hasn't paid their taxes? Shakira. Oh, yeah. She's Shakira. not a model, She's though. not a model. No. Um, I can't. I, this I don't is, remember. It's Bar Raffaele. Oh, I would have never gotten yeah, there. I would have okay. gotten. I don't Thank even you. know what a Bar yeah. Raffaele is. No. Sounds but like it a sounds, bar. Is it chocolate? I want to eat it. Is, is there caramel and nougat? Is she a ninja turtle? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's your blind item Thank filled you. in. Uh, Bar Raffaele, uh, she won't get anything but a slap on the wrist because she knows too many secrets about the rich and powerful in her country. That would be the country of Israel. Uh-huh. Now, I suppose they could kill her to keep her quiet, but a slap on the wrist is the most likely outcome. Yikes. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I just don't even know where to go with that. I mean, you know. Good for her. How about lucky we, her? Yeah. She knows secrets. Always have some secrets in mm-hmm. your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Oh, good to know. Yeah, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. All right, now that one was a little obscure, but I thought it was salacious. Now this one, I think you guys will be able to get to eventually. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a former A plus list singer turned A minus lister who also got fired from reality television. A lot to think about. Okay, here's your blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. By the way. Her significant other is included in this blind item, but he's not a known entity. Okay. Why, yes. That was this former A-plus list singer turned A-minus lister who also got fired from reality television and her significant other at that famous nudist spa outside of Palm Springs, California. They had about five women all over the couple at any one time. Okay, Hmm. so A-plus list singer turned A-minus lister because of something else or just the singing and she's sort of gone downhill? Uh, I think that the height of her career is behind her. Okay. 
Uh, and she got fired from a reality television show. So it's was not it a Dolly com- Parton. Not Dolly Parton. No. <laughs> um, and is it was it a reality competition show that she got fired from? Yes. Was it a Christina Aguilera type of person? Yes. What does that mean, a Christina Aguilera type person? That, it was, was it Christina Aguilera? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's like I don't know any other Christina Aguilera type people other than Shakira no. on an off day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let me fill in the blanks for you. Why, yes, that was Christina Aguilera and her significant other at that famous nudist spa outside of Palm Springs. They had about five women all over the couple at Ew, any one time. Like, that's just Okay, back to these celebrities. I mean, you know, gone are the days that a three-way was enough. No, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, Brad Falchuk, they need a four-way. And Shakira over here, I'm sorry, Christina Aguilera, Aguilera over here has got to have, you know, what is that? A, a six-way, seven-way, seven-way, no, seven. Way. It's a lot. I yeah. mean, look, the the blind item I was going to tell you had to do about celebrity incest, but that was a little too much. Well, thank you for not. I need to know that one off air. Oh, please. Uh, and thank yes. you. Okay. All right. I guess we'll do that off air. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to check in every Friday with a Google Trends expert to see what you all have been busy Googling all week long. What is trending? We'll find out next on My Talk 1071. Every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Every Friday, we like to check in with a Google Trends expert to see what you all have been Googling this week. Mm-hmm. You better see this. There's something new trending. Searching. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And uh, today our Google Trends expert is our friend Molly Vandenberg. Happy New Year, Molly. Molly. Happy New Year, Colleen and Bradley. Thanks for having me back in 2019. Well, we are so glad to have you back in 2019. And to that end, one of the things that was trending quite heavily this week was New Year. How were people using Google uh, to search around the new year? Yes, you've got it. No surprise to see it on the list, but people were engaging Google in a few different ways, one of which was to you know, check what kinds of businesses were open on New Year's Day. A lot oh, of sure. people were searching for whether Target and McDonald's oh, my were gosh. open. Yeah, I, d- I did. I the did top. the Target one. I'm not kidding. I did that on New Year's. That was that was me. <laughs> right. It's very important to know. I love Target. So if you needed to grab something, you maybe checked in on that. Mm-hmm. And then we saw, you know, a spike in interest in champagne and mocktails. But then another interesting thing is that we saw a lot of people trying to figure out what all anxiety means because, oh, sure. frankly, I didn't know either. Yeah. So I definitely looked that up. And I would say that it first entered the world in 1788 via the Scottish poet Robert Burns. And in its most literal sense, it can be roughly translated to old long since. So, you know, I guess the spirit of looking back on a previous year, that's what I'm taking it for. And then, of course, resolutions was a big one as well. You know, Molly, we did um, we talked about old Lang Syne this this year holly and i did i think on monday holly did we talk about it yeah Yeah. um and we were talking about how nobody knows what it means but everybody sings it and isn't it maybe high time that we get a new new year's song that people know what it means and so uh you know we were trying to lobby mariah carey to maybe try to have another hit like she did with her big christmas hit 
So yeah. I don't know if Google can help us with that, but you guys have some power over there. Just an idea. Yeah, well, I feel like I want to take this out as a personal cause right. just because I think that Mariah could be due for another hit, and I do think we need an anthem that we can all get behind and all feel like we know what it means. Agreed. Agreed. So, Molly, from New Year's um, that everybody was obviously Googling and probably maybe still a little leftover. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Googles to find out what New Year's resolutions are, etc. Let's talk um, Coachella because, uh, you know, very much very much we have friday mouth yeah we do (laughs) at this point it seems like people are excited or interested um in what coachella 2019 has to offer indeed you know this is a big moment every year and people are always looking forward to the lineup so that's what we saw a lot of interest in you know with childish gambino tame impala and ariana grande headlining people also looking for passes and people are already starting their outfit search we saw quite a spike in coachella outfits so it is never too early to start planning evidently i have never done coachella but i do hear that people take it very seriously and people are definitely interested and what i would say another little nugget that I found that um, Idris Elba is actually DJing. So we saw a lot of people looking into that as well. That's so random. Okay, we were a little bit surprised by this, uh, and we had to do some creative Googling about that as well because it turns out it's not like he's an actor that got interested in DJing. It, he was a, he's been a DJ. Right, and I found that really fascinating and something that I definitely didn't know. So it's kind of interesting to see him reprising that and to learn that it was something that he has actually had as a skill for quite a long time. No kidding. Well, I will just say I find it sounds to me like Coachella is pretty exhausting because anything that I have to search for an outfit for this far in advance... That's right. Too, that's Between getting work. the tickets, getting yeah. the outfit, no, I, I, it's a lot of work, and I'm not sure that I can sign up for that. But a lot of people do, and I say more power to you. Exactly, we'll like, watch the live stream. I feel like, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we also learned that um, a lot of Coachella this year is going to be available uh, live via YouTube or some other streaming business. Absolutely, YouTube is streaming both weekends, so that's how I'll be tuning in. is definitely a huge perk and makes it accessible to a lot more people. So I'm excited for that one too. Also, I already know what I'm going to wear. Just what, what, what I wear all the time, right. exactly something comfortable. Uh, and finally, uh, the last thing that was trending this week, uh, I'll just name them all off. Uh, you know, all available on Netflix: Bird Box, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch, and Stranger Things. Indeed, Netflix had a lot of news, both with the release of Bird Box, that horror film starring Sandra Bullock, which spurred a lot of internet memes, and then Black Mirror Bandersnatch, which was pretty interesting for a lot of people because people do love Black Mirror, but it was also like a choose-your-own-adventure type of film where you have to make choices with your remote, so that was kind of new. And then, of course, they announced that Stranger Things is coming back for Season 3, and they have a release date now, which is actually the 4th of July, so I feel like I now need to cancel all my plans so that way I can tune Right. Also, you have this the outfit ready already. Exactly, <laughs> because I'll already be prepared for the Coachella live stream and Stranger Things, so I am set for the rest of the year. 
Well, the one of those that really sticks out to me is um, is Bird Box, because like you mentioned, um, it wasn't necessarily just the movie that people were probably uh, engaging Google around, but also the memes that have come out of Bird Box. Definitely, because there are so many of them. My personal favorite one, a lot of these memes are based on the image of her in the rowboat with the blindfold on. And mine was like looking at my bank account after the holidays. And I that resonated with me. <laughs> and probably a lot of us. Yes, exactly. Indeed. Exactly. So we saw a lot of search interest in that, as well as the search interest in blindfolds actually reached an all-time high this week in the U.S. So who knew? I mean, is that something you have to buy separately? I feel like you can just make, that's a DIY, and it's very easy. (laughs) Right. So I don't know what was going on there, possibly as a function of people looking up the memes or the image, but blindfolds, they're trending. Who knew? knew? That is so funny. Uh, Well, Molly Vandenberg, thank you once again for, for sharing the Google Trends with us and also for joining us in 2019, and we hope that, uh, that you have a really awesome New Year, Molly. Absolutely. Have such a great weekend ahead, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Molly. That's Molly Vandenberg. She's our Google Trends expert. We like to check in with her on Fridays to see what's been trending all week. What and you were Googling. You know, Bradley, I haven't even asked you this. Have you watched that uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch yet? No. Do you have any interest in it at all? I mean, you know, sure. If I'm at a loss, I'm in the midst of watching other things right now, so it'll take, you know, it'll take a while to get there, but I wouldn't. I'm not opposed to it. We just haven't gotten around to it I feel it like yet. now you don't have to. Some of these things like the bird box, I feel like I'm not missing anything because everybody's sort of having the conversation mm-hmm. around me. So I, right. mean, I feel like unless it's, you know, you must stop immediately and watch. Because it's so life-changing. Yeah, right. Yeah. I can kind of just uh, hang out. but And just listen to the mm-hmm. ether. And then the thing about the Bandersnatch, uh, about... Um, about Black Mirror Bandersnatch is that I've I feel like I've been waiting for so long for a choose your own adventure movie that I want to watch it just to support that that mission yeah <laughs> because I want more of those I want them in all genres I think that's Do you? so fun here's the criticism that I heard that kind of resonated with me was like I just want to sit and watch something I don't want to have to make choices yeah I mean yes there are times but there but I do feel like. You know, I think it would be fun to be able to engage with a movie that way. I don't want every movie to be that way. Yeah. Um, but th- just like when you were reading books when you were young, um, to choose be able to do a choose your own adventure, you didn't maybe want them all to be that. I will say I'm not going to watch with other people because I don't want to have to like agree with them. No, like I'm no, going to do what I want. You want to DIY like, I don't that. have to get into an argument. I mean, we already get into an argument over what to watch in the first less, place, how to get through what we're watching. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, in any case, I'm actually hoping that um, that I get some time to try watching that this weekend, because like I said, I just I like the concept. I want to I want to watch it. OK. One of the things that we missed talking about over the the holidays is one of the big stories that we've had our eye on. And it's all about this Nexium cult uh, and uh, and the kind of how they're trying to defend themselves right now in the public sphere mm-hmm. and in court. So we're going to talk a little bit about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm James Seawood, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.